Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey I idolized Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome to All Hang Up and Listen, brought to you by Fatty Beer Company, Western New York's premier market and tap room with over 300 different beers to choose from. And they are open seven days a week from 11.30 a.m. till 10.30 p.m. and later. Also one of Western New York's only both dog and kid-friendly bars. Absolutely get over there. Check them out. Uh, Give the uh, Advent Calendar 24 Beers of Christmas. Uh, case a try while supplies last. And of course, let's not forget Buffalo Logo, Buffalo's premier local design Buffalo sports apparel company. Uh, from the Bills to the Sabres, the Bandits and Bisons, you can't go wrong. Um, normally, I'm wearing it, the Buffalo Hockey Shield ball cap. I'll grab it later to show you all uh, before we wrap up, but one of my favorites. And, of course, the Stefan 316 T-shirt and hoodie. Can't go wrong with that either. But without further ado, Sabres win 3-2 to two off goals from Alex Tuck, Kyle Ocposo of all people, and opening the scoring was Jeff Skinner on the power play, of all things, in this economy. And I'm joined, making his two goalies one Mike debut, by the newest member of the two goalies one Mike family, Joey Sultana. Buddy, how are you? Are you nervous? I just want to know if you screw up or fuck up, you're done. I'm great. I'm a little bit nervous, but <laughs> just it's really cool. So, uh, you know, we're gonna have you on an episode of Two Goalies One Mike at some point down the road uh, to tell your full story. But guys, definitely give him a uh, check him out uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, kid is all heart, lots of passion for the Sabers, um, and has a really good story. So. Uh, again, we'll tell that story at a, at a different time, uh, probably during an actual episode of Two Goalies on Mike. But uh, really happy to have you in the family here, Joey. And, uh, you know, really happy to have you on your first uh, episode of I'll Hang Up and Listen, bud. Thank you. Thank you. Excited to be here. Right. Trying to get the jitters out. But <laughs> uh, save, uh, honestly, I only got to watch about half of this game tonight, uh, doing some Black Friday shopping myself. Brought a, bought a brand new living room set. Um with the help of my girlfriend over here, and she uh, talked me off a cliff a little bit with a lazy boy chair, but um, definitely uh, pretty happy with my purchase. Expensive, but happy. 
and um, then came home and watched the better half of the Sabres game, uh, not the first half where they pissed down their own legs for most of the first <laughs> and second period. Uh, I actually, I, I think, turned the game on just shortly after the Krebs and Latang sc- uh, uh, scuffle. But um, things went up, uh, were nothing but positive after that in the third period. Uh, something finally clicked after they boot, after they were booed off the ice in the second period. Um, but, uh, two points is two points, no matter how good looking or ugly it might be. Yeah. I honestly didn't think the first half was that bad. They're getting a lot of bad bounces their way. Couldn't get any bounces their way, but I don't know. Like a lot of their like big guns are like showing up tonight. So it was just nice to see you because I haven't seen that in a while. So. Yeah, the guys that are getting paid the big bucks, right? Alex, yeah. well, Alex Tuck is making big bucks, but Alex Tuck is uh, expected to be a big contributor on this team. He's on your first line. Um, same thing with Jeff Skinner, who is making the big bucks. You need him to cons- – he, he's one of the guys that's always contributing, though. He always finds a way. Even when the team's playing bad, he's always, you know, doing you know doing his best to find a way to get on the score sheet uh, and, did, uh, and did tonight. And I think – and I tweeted it out right before the end of the game, I think – one of the unsung heroes of tonight, and people might say I'm crazy, is Victor Olofsson. Uh, yeah. He has had a couple good games in a row. I believe this is his second multi-point game in a row. Um, and was integral on those first two goals, especially the uh, the uh, uh, the pass to Skinner. Wasn't it? Was, was it? No, no. It was tucked to Skinner. Uh, which two? No. He assisted on the Akposo goal. Akposo goal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, obviously, the game winner as well. Yeah, so I've noticed that like since he's been put with like Akpoza and Gergensen, he's kind of like he's got better at forechecking and like actually getting to the corners, like playing more physical, which is something that like he's always lacked a lot of. So yeah, like he's actually trying like on the forecheck. He gets to the net too. Um, yeah, I-, I tweeted it out. It- it's weird seeing Victor Olsen around the net, um, <laughs> trying to dig, doing the things that like Jeff Skinner does to score goals, like that. You know. That's a player that knows his job might be on the line. And that's a player playing with some desperation. And I've always said, you, you learn the you learn the most about a player when their back is against a wall. Do they sink or swim? Uh, you know, I, I, I've said that, especially in the goaltending position, uh, when a goalie's back is against a wall and the pressure's on, um, will they sink or will they swim? And I right now, Victor Olofsson is swimming because he knows that, you know, he could be the on, one of the forwards on the outside looking in with all this young talent that's rare and is nipping at the bud to get uh, get in the lineup. Guys like Kulik, Rosen, Byro, uh, just name a few. Uh, Rusek, guys who some of which have already been called up this season. Um, but a guy like Kulik who is doing everything he can to get in this lineup right now. Um, I think he's got like 11 goals in 14 or 15 games in the AHL. <laughs> Really not much more he can do down there to prove he belongs in the NHL. So, you know, with the Gergensen's injury tonight, you have to imagine they're not – you can't keep rolling 11-7. and seven. So you're probably going to see a call-up, and we'll see who it is. I think the fans, if, if, if you're, if you, if you're going to go, you know, a try to appease the fan base, it should be Yuri Kulik. Yeah. I mean, I haven't got to watch, like, the Rochester Americans games, but Rosen has been, like, really good too. Like, he has more points than Kulik. And I've seen a lot of Kulik's goals, and, like, a lot of his goals are actually set up by Rosen, like, nice plays by Rosen. Yep, Isaac Rosen's and, having a great season down there. Yeah, so, like, Rosen's kind of, like, the unsung hero of Rochester. Like, everybody's praising 
Pulisic, which he deserves the praise. Obviously, he has like how many goals? Like eleven. And I think it's eleven or twelve in, in his first yeah. fourteen or fifteen games. Yeah, it's it's yeah. he's he's had an outstanding start to the season. Yeah, so they, I think they both deserve to be called up. Like, yeah, and they're both both former first round picks. Yeah. Um. Also tonight. Um. I mean, I don't blame him for the first goal, but I'm sure Plape on Twitter will. Um, after the Samuelson, uh, the, the Samuelson giveaway, UPL had a very strong game. Um, I, 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 I think that, I mean, does he deserve a second start in a row? I think so. I mean, if they stick to this three goalie rotation, Comrie will be the next guy to get a start. Um, but I, I hate the three goalie rotation. People like tend to think that Devin should be sent down to Rochester um, I agree and I disagree. I think that if he was getting more consistent playing time up in the NHL, even as a 1B, I think that um, there be there will be less less negative critique of his game because again, you're 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 building some momentum, kind of like the way UPL has. Like you, you you're getting you're getting into a flow and a rhythm as a goaltender that's really important. Yeah, you know, I yeah, I especially know. Like I, I hated long, long periods of time in between starts. I mean, as an NHL goalie, you're expected to be ready when called upon, but hard to get in a groove when you're playing once a week if you're lucky. Um, but I don't know if I foresee them sending Devin to Rochester only because out of all the players in his draft class, he was the only guy drafted outside the first round to get a max entry-level deal on everything he possibly could. And I'm pretty sure, at least I feel pretty confident saying that him being in the NHL was probably part of that deal. Like, you know, as an, like a handshake agreement, you know, your, your spot, your, your places in the NHL with us. I think his game would really have to go to shit. Like, and it hasn't, I don't think he's been terrible. Um, he had a great game against uh, the wild, a great game against Tampa, a very good game. In my opinion, even though it was five, four against Toronto. Um, I mean, Austin Matthews was left alone on all three of those three of his at-trick goals. So like, what are you going to do? It's the greatest goal scorer in the world. Um, but um, I'm not also not a fan of this three goalie rotation. So at some point, something's got to give. But very impressed with UPL's game tonight and impressed to a certain extent with the way that the defense handled the rebound and second opportunities. Um, even when they were there, they were there to clean it up. Whereas uh, in past games, you know, whether it was Comrie or Devin or UPL in that the uh, net front presence below the dots for Buffalo in the defensive zone has been subpar, well below average. Oh yeah, for sure. UPL has been really good this season. Like, how many games has he had? Has he had that he's been bad? Like one or two? I think I two. Think yeah, I would say two. Yeah. I think you could critique him on two. Uh, my and I, we've talked about it on this show before with with hurls. The thing the the thing with UPL too is you just have to find consistency, um, because this past two two years. And even some a little bit in Rochester, like he would have one or two very good games, and they put up, you know spit out two or three stinkers. Can't yeah. have that. You need to be consistent, especially on a team like this that's struggling to score. Um, you know, we didn't we we didn't break through until the third period uh, on the power play when when uh, Jeff Skinner got him on the board. But this team is not the same team offensively as it was last year. They're not scoring the same clip, and they're without Tage Thompson and Jack Quinn for at least a month. For at least a month more. So I uh I tend to think that um you know you need more strong play from your goaltenders, obviously UPL Devin and Comrie included. And defensively, they need to keep you know outside of the two blatantly terrible giveaways from Samuelson and Darlene, um, 
I would say I was happy with the net front presence tonight. But again, when I talk about consistency with goaltending, it has to be with defense too. You can't do it once here and then two or three games in a row, you're just lost out there. Yeah. And I really liked uh like how Clifton and Johnson they've been clearing the net a lot better than like the rest of the guys. Like they're throwing checks behind the net in front of the net. A little little of a dirty check from Eric Johnson. Uh there in the third <laughs> period. That should have that definitely should have been a penalty hundred <laughs> percent. Uh Pittsburgh should have had a five on three power play there. I, I definitely think they had a they, they had a gripe. But uh, I mean, how many times have we had that happen to us and then it go our way? So uh, it goes around, comes around, I guess. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm happy with I was happy with Eric Johnson tonight. Clifton looked fine defensively in in defense zone. I think they all looked fine. I I, I have no complaints. But the half of the game that I saw, um, again, I was out Black Friday shopping to start the game like I was happy with it. I, I can't complain. They finally started to look like their old selves. Like the transition, like it was a little bit wide open, but they're taking like advantage of it. And like their passes were crisp. Mm-hmm. And like it's been a while since we've seen that. So, yes, nice I thing. agree. They were controlling the middle of the ice a lot to winning battles in the neutral zone, which, you know, I say the two, the two most important areas of the ice outside uh, are below the dots uh, in front of both nuts and the neutral zone. Like that's where you win and lose hockey games, especially below the dots. Um, just like they say in football, where do you, where, where are football games won? They're won on the offensive and defensive lines. Um, same thing with hockey. The games are won below the face-off dots at both ends of the ice. And I thought, you know, they were crashing the net, at least again, the, 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 the game, the, the times I was watching, um, they were crashing the net. they were getting into dirty areas. Like you said, even Victor Olofsson was in front of, was in front of the offensive, uh, in the, in the offensive zone. Uh, crashing the net, trying to trying to find dirty uh, goals and second opportunities. Like I, I can't. I was happy with that. Yeah, and I've loved Benson going to the net. Like every single time he gets a chance, he's always like whacking the goalie and like creating chaos in front of the net. Mm-hmm. Like it's benefiting us because it's working. Uh, we're gonna go to the peanut gallery here, uh, Mauricio Arena. So you're, I don't know if you've watched how much of the show you've watched in the past, uh, Joey, but Mauricio is like our number one hater slash fan i don't know how to explain him um but i want to introduce you to mauricio uh what's up with cousins and power turnover after turnover playing with low with poor iq i'm assuming he means iq bad puck decisions puck management yeah i mean i i i feel like cousins is in an absolute rut same thing again offensively you're always going to get a good good production out of owen power like without a doubt but there are a lot of struggles in the defensive zone that need to be addressed. And I, I I'll keep hammering that home. Like I, I, I will like he, he in the defensive zone. Uh, there's more left to be desired from one power and it will come with time, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm more of an advocate of nipping that in the bud sooner rather than later. And cousins, like, I don't know if like he's still shell shocked from that Hathaway fight. Um, I don't know. Like he got on the board uh, uh, earlier this week. Um, you know, finally breaking that gold drought. I think it was on the power play, but tonight again, just even without the fishbowl on, finally, I wouldn't say he looked lost, but just things just did not go his way. Uh, you know, he wasn't protecting the puck well. Uh, you know, wasn't wasn't getting into the dirty areas of the ice to find second opportunities. Like I don't know, Cousins just seems to me to kind of be snake bitten a little bit. Yeah, he looks a little bit confused out there. Like, he doesn't really know what to do when he gets the puck. And, like, 
Especially exiting the defensive zone. Yeah, especially like exiting the defensive zone. It's like he's always had this problem where like he over stick handles it and like gives it right to the other team, and they get a good chance right after that. So that's not good. Yeah. Uh, for more from Mauricio, finally scored on power play. They had a power play goal last uh, last game too, Mauricio. Power play bottom five in the league. We had power play opportunities. Penguins players no stick on TNT. Bissonette highlighted Sabers don't go to front of net and overpass on power play. Too cute. I watched that segment from Biz too, uh, where he's talking about the flanks on each side of the uh, uh, on the uh, of the net. Um, yeah, I think that especially when. When the defender didn't have a stick, the Buffalo did not make enough attempts to try and take advantage of that when they had the power play. Because when when, when a player when a, when you're when, when you're when you're killing a penalty and you lose your stick, that's like losing an entire body out there. Your stick is obviously very important, and when it comes to taking up lanes, because when you don't have a stick, essentially it becomes a lot more difficult to take away passing lanes to deflect passes uh, out of lanes or even out of play. Um, you need to you, you need to uh, uh, cycle the puck more towards where that player is uh, and get it down low. And they weren't doing that. And that ca- that could have cost them. But uh, still glad to see them get a, get a goal on the power play in the third period. Very well done. Uh, more from Mauricio. Well done, Sabres. Playing with an edge, conviction, passion, desire. Final period. First on puck. TNT broadcast. Playing with energy, grit, including Johnson hit. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Mauricio. It's a uh, lot of... They definitely play with a lot of passion, especially there in the third. A lot of grit. Uh, the Darlene hit in the first period was awesome. Uh, are you listening, Karuba, from back in the day, the Karuba collision? Uh, Darlene has so many hits like that this season where he lines a guy up perfectly, times it perfectly, and just blows him away. Um, from Donald, once Ocposo tied it up, I had a feeling we would win this game. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the vibes were there when he tied that game up. And good things happen when you throw the puck to the net, uh, Joey. Like, uh, I, that, that's again, you know, granted it went off Carlson's stick, but you throw pucks to that good things will happen. And that's why you, you see us lose some of these games because, uh, like, especially that game against Boston, like I think two or three of their goals just came from just putting pucks on that from far out. Like, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Pucks have eyes. Sometimes you get bodies in front of the goalie. They, you, you know, you kind of deter their vision. Can't see the puck. Um, pucks liable to go in. Uh, there, Akposo on a bad angle, uh, just throws it at the net, goes off Carlson's stick, and you have a tie hockey game. Um, I'm I, I'm I'm a big advocate as a goalie. I've always said some of the toughest pucks to stop are the ones you aren't expecting. Uh, I've always said no, it's never a bad play if you're, you know, a foot out from in front of the goal line to just look look off one of your teammates and literally throw it at the goalie's feet. Those pucks are in top, almost damn near impossible to control. Uh, a, when you don't know they're coming, and B, when you're that in tight and on that type of an angle. Um, I've always been a big advocate. And Akposo did that, threw it threw it uh, low, far side, and luckily enough, Carlson deflected it in for him. Yeah, we need more goals like that. We need more guys getting into net, like deflection goals. I miss yep. Reinhardt for that. He was so good at that. But, yeah, yeah. I, I listen, I said you know, a week or two ago, I said his contract is up. If, if Florida can't afford him, bring Reinhardt back home because yeah. that was his office, man. That's his office right there in front of the net. You know, he's not afraid to take a beating, get into those dirty areas, tip in pucks, uh, you know, set up plays where the shot is purposely there for a deflection, um, you know, tip, uh, tip passes that, that was, that was uh, Reinhardt's wheelhouse. So uh, yeah, 
And he's made, he's going to make his next big payday because of that. A big reason was because of that. That's the way he plays. Uh, Joey Chestnut, Sepsi, we need passion from our fans, our broadcasters. Welcome to the family. I'm Italian too, so that's cool. Uh, there you go, bud. Uh, from Chris Derrick, UPL load another W on to 500 Pittsburgh. Go cry about it on the way back home. You Jagoffs, this better be the momentum builder to start winning Krebs. Don't take no crap from Latang. Yeah, how about that mix up with him and Latang? How does that only end up being a two-minute penalty, by the way? Like a two-minute rough? He literally suckered him in the face while he was down on the ice. Like Wind I was a little ball. blown away. And that whole interaction, uh, you know, um, I thought on the TNT broadcast, they kind of say, oh, why is Krebs so like he's still upset? Like, yeah, I'd be pretty fucking pissed off too if I just got suckered by a guy who was still wearing his gloves. Like, have yeah. you guys never been punched in the face before like that? Like, come on. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be ticked off, too. Are you serious? Um, <laughs> more from Chris. Great content, Dwayne. Always awesome to watch new faces join the podcast. Great to hear your input, Joey. Let's go, Buffalo. Uh, Chris, thanks. You always support the show. Uh, we, love, we love to show your comments, and we love that you always uh, stop in to give your opinion. Um, from, from Matt, since when did Eric Johnson become a hitter? I've never seen him hit like that. I mean, he's been playing in Colorado for long, so we haven't really watched a ton of Eric Johnson, but I mean, he's, he's not as fast as he used to be. I wouldn't say he's not as skilled as it used to be, but he's just older. So you have to make up in different ways and he's been playing a physical style and I like it. You know, again, a guy that the fans tend to call to be sent to the press box, um, and a guy who's got to find a way to contribute as best he can. When you're rolling seven defensemen out there, maybe he that's an advantage for him. You know, he, you know he's not skating as uh, he's not getting as many minutes. He's a little bit fresher out there. I don't know. That's Donnie's. It can't be Donnie's um, direction after tonight because assuming Zamgus can't play tomorrow, you have to bring somebody up. Like you just can't. You he can't go out there and roll. You know, you know next guy up eleven and seven still. Uh, you, you have to find at least one player to bring up uh, from Rochester. We'll see what roster move they make, and we'll see how serious his injury is to Gergensen's. I haven't seen any uh, updates yet. I'll check from uh, uh, Brian Kozil. He he always gets the, the post-game tweets uh, from after the game. From Ryan Quenville, to be honest, gave up after the second period, went in the hot tub instead. Glad they won, but holy shit balls, enough with this 11-7. and seven. Man up and make a roster decision for the love of God. I agree. I, I think that there are other guys, if they really want to stick with this three goalie rotation, if that's the direction, then there are other guys too, that you deserve to probably take a night off. Like I know we had the game tying goal tonight, but we constantly talk about Kyle Poso. like more often than not, you know, he hurts you with his lack of speed. Um, he's an aggressive player. He's not afraid to get, you know, play a little nasty, but at the end of the day, like he hurts you more than he helps you sometimes on the ice. So I'll, uh, you know, he's on, you can add him to the list. Um, I wouldn't say Krebs because I mean, I think Krebs given the opportunity to play with better players, um, would be, would contribute more offensively. Um, definitely get back to six defensemen and just find a better lineup to field because I can't do this seven defenseman rotation anymore. Just can't, I won't do it. I won't. I hate I won't it. Do it. I hate it so much. Um, Paterka needs to keep his head up for Mauricio. Yeah, that was, uh, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I think the arena would have lost its mind if they would have given Paterka a double minor there 
at the end of the game. Uh, I mean, what is he supposed to do after that hit from Latang? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what you want him to do. Like, that's not on him. Like, how can you control your stick when you got when you get hit up high like that? Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, my opinion was it was the right call on the ice uh, after they went to review um, and they negated the penalty double minor. Uh, glad that happened because we might not be talking about a Sabres win right now if uh, if uh, they don't make the right call there. Yeah, it got me nervous because last game we were winning with a minute 15 seconds. Like, if they got a power play from that Paterka's, like, high stick, I don't know, give me a little bit of PTSD. Yeah, right. Um, from More from Chris. Dwayne, just an opinion from another, goal, from another goalie. What's your opinion about Brian Boucher saying the three-goalie rotation is a bad idea? And Mark Andre Fleury getting his Native American heritage helmet banned from being used. He actually did wear it tonight during warmups. I know there was a threat to find him in the team. Um, I don't think Fleury cared. He wanted to honor. Uh, uh, I think it's like it was Native American Heritage Night for Minnesota, and he wanted to honor them uh, in a very special way with his helmet. Um, in a minute here, I'll, I'll see if I can dig up the photo. But uh, if you not, if you just search Mark Andre Fleury's name on Twitter. You can find the picture. He did a very nice design on his helmet to commemorate uh, Native American Heritage Night. And uh, he flat out said, yeah, I'll, I'll pay the fine. I don't care. Um, I think it's ridiculous the way the NHL is handling, like, how teams can't in their own way honor, uh, whether it's with jerseys or, like, with Marc-Andre Fleury with his helmet. I think it's stupid, man. Um, yeah. Players are allowed to feel the way they want to feel about certain things, and you know, it's their freedom of expression if that's what they want to do. They should be. All, I'm all for it. Like I, I don't care what type of night it is. You know, whether you're honoring Native Americans, Black History Month, the LGBTQ community, however you feel about it, that's that's your call. But don't tell the players they can't, you know, express themselves and honor those people that they feel either a should be uh, highlighted or aren't highlighted enough. Yeah, that's one reason. Like the NBA and NFL are so much better at marketing because, like. It's easier to include, like, every single community. And when NHL doesn't let you wear, like, those jerseys and helmets and stuff, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just pretty stupid. I think it's stupid when it does like, – when you as a fan, it doesn't have zero effect on you. Like, why do you care? Like, I just don't – I get it. Like, oh, we're here to watch hockey. It's like, yeah, but they're not wearing the games during – the jerseys during a game. Like, it's not yeah. – you know what I mean? Like, like, do you even notice the pride tape if they're when they're playing with it? Probably not. So, like, why do you care? Like, it's just so stupid. Like players are free to express themselves in any way they want. Let them express themselves. That's just my opinion. We'll leave it at that. Uh, gutsy win tonight. Absolutely. Um, again, backs up against it in the second period. Uh, after the second period, you know, you got to come back and things aren't really going your way. The bounces aren't going your way. Uh, Nadel Djokovic, yeah, I can never say his name properly, uh, was playing well, uh, much, much like Tristan Jari did. Uh, a week ago when you played Pittsburgh last time, uh, when they lost four, nothing was like a week or two ago, you lost four, nothing. Uh, I think that was, that might've been UPL. Was that UPL's last start? No, it was his second last start. I think the four, nothing loss was his second last start. I don't remember. I believe I it was. Remember. Yeah. Um, it was with that crazy Malkin backhand goal from behind oh. the net that hit him in the head. Of- and I don't, I don't put that on UPL either. That was nuts. Like, no goalie yeah. in their right mind would ever expect that to come from the corner at all. So That's why um, we need to do more shots like that. Huh? That's why we need to shoot at the net more from behind. Yeah, exactly. Behind the net, anything. 
literally, we never know what happens when you throw a puck to the net. And, you know, right there tonight uh, with Akposo exactly. and that last game with against Pittsburgh, perfect example. Like, great, good things can happen when you put the puck on that. Um, Alex Tuck, man, uh, another just another guy who consistently keeps showing up for this hockey team. Um, has de- dealt with a, some injury issues this season. Um, comes through again that beautiful pass the front and that to Jeff Skinner on the power play absolute sauce uh tape to tape Jeff Skinner buried top titty and then um I, uh, I you know he powered through uh that stick check in front of the net on the game winning goal I, I just uh believe who did that pass come was that from Olofsson maybe on was that the... pass I believe that pass might have been from Olofsson on the uh the game winner might have been but who's, All I'm who talking about the game winner Pardon? It was Tuck that scored the game winner, right? Yeah, but I was it was it Olafson that had the the primary assist? I think it was Skins. Was it Skinner? Okay, it might have been Skins. I'm bringing up the box score right now just to check it out. Um, but again, excuse me. <coughs> oh God, sinuses here on two goalies, one mic. Um, let's see here. We'll check out the box score real quick. Obviously, uh, Pittsburgh uh, goal is going to Crosby and Eller. Uh, Crosby continuing uh, on a 50-goal 50, 50 pace this season. Actually, I think he's like around a 55 or 57-goal pace. The guy is just ageless at this point. Just keeps producing. It's nuts. Um, right now, Crosby sits at counting tonight's goal. Let's see. Bring it up here. Da-da-da-da-da. Sits at 14 goals on the season if this hasn't been updated yet. I'm not sure if it's 13 or 14. But regardless, he either has 23 points in 19 games played or it's 24 points in 20 games played. He's a plus 11. The guy's just absolutely ageless. Um, actually, uh, my girlfriend, we were uh, on our way back, and they said Crosby's name, and she's like, he's still playing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's still playing. Like He was drafted when he was like 18 or 19 years old. Like It was a phenom. Um, I think he's like close to 20 years in the league almost. I want to say like real close. Um, I should have you my producer and have her look it up. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, first goal going to Crosby, uh, second goal to Eller, uh, assist going to Gensel and Nieto, uh, Nadelchevic with 31 saves and 34 shots. And then of course, Buffalo, Two assists for Olafson, a goal and an assist for Skinner. Tuck with a goal and assist. Dalian with an assist. Uh, Middlestat with an assist. And Kyle Akposa with a goal. And then, of course, Uko Pekka, Luka, and UPL with 31 saves on, 33 shots. Uh, let, trying to find the scoring plays here, though. And I think you might be right, though. I think that that was uh, Skinner with the primary assist on the game winner. Uh, but still, like t- Olafson has had a really good handful of games. Um, normally we're talking about him being the first guy on the outside looking in, uh, when it comes to finding space, uh, in this lineup for a new face, a prospect that, you know, you want to have a look at, uh, I think he's making it impossible right now for you to take him out. Yeah. He's been really good, but I don't know for his age and his contract year, it's going to be hard to re-sign him when we have the young guys coming up. So oh, I don't think he gets another contract in Buffalo. I think right now he's playing for a different team. He's playing, uh, you know, he's he's auditioning for other teams around the league right now because, yeah. I, again, barring, barring something 
happening this season where he just completely turns around his two-way game and just starts scoring at an insane clip. I can't see him getting the type of contract he would want from Buffalo. I think that it would have to come from a different team around the league. And you have all these other players uh, ready to come up, like Rosen, like Kulik, like Rusek, like Byro, guys who are just salivating for an opportunity. Savoy, the WHL, not missing a beat, just proving why he's too good for junior hockey still. Um, it's going to be hard for them to keep Olofsson around uh, after this season. And again, maybe he's auditioning for their team via the trade deadline. We'll see. Um, and from Mauricio, Joey, do you hate the Leafs as much as I do? I live here in Toronto. Tons of Italians love the Leafs. Mango, <laughs> manage Chicha. I, I live in. Uh, I'm not sure what that means. Maybe you do, but uh, uh, are you are you in fact a hater of Leaf Nation? Yeah, I live in Toronto too, so I'm surrounded by Leaf fans. So oh, oh yeah, do they, do, they, do they rib you a lot? Yeah. yeah, like every single time the Sabers lose, they're always like, "Oh, how about them Sabers?" Fine. Uh, your team still play. has one playoff series. This, this is your this is your retort whenever they say that. Hey, how many playoff series wins do you have since the last time the Sabers won the play, made the playoffs? <laughs> oh, is it one? Oh, do the Sabers in the, in the last two decades do the Sabers have more? The Sabers haven't made the playoffs in twelve years now, and they've won more playoff series than exactly. the Leafs in the last twenty years. Exactly. That's your retort every time. Yeah. Congrats, congrats on your participation trophy. Have fun. Thanks. See you later. Uh, we Italians need to stick together. Dwayne, let Joey talk, interject, offer solid, objective opinions. Where is Callie Connor? Uh, Connor is spending time with the family uh, post uh, Thanksgiving. Um, obviously, Joey, they don't celebrate American Thanksgiving up in Toronto. But uh, you got anything to add, Joe? I mean, Mauricio demands your opinion. Something to add. Uh... Put you on the spot, bud. Don't, don't screw up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember if I mentioned UPL being our best goalie this season. I can't really think of – oh, yeah, Paterka. I'm surprised he didn't get a point. He was really good tonight. And Benson Yeah, Paterka too. looked very good tonight. He's honestly next to – Middlestaff's been quiet for the past couple of games, but he has a lot to offer even away from the puck. Um, but I actually, it might have been him. UPL gave up a rebound um, early in the third and it was – I thought the puck was going in the net. Like, UPL was out of position. There's no way he was getting there. It might have been middle stat that cleared that rebound out of there. Uh, going back to my point earlier that the Sabres did a very good job in front of their own net tonight. Like, that's just what you need to do no matter who's in net. Like, if you do that, you're going to win hockey games. You're going to – even if you're not scoring at the same clip as you were last season, if you play like that defensively down below the dots in your own end, you are going to win hockey games. Yeah. <clears throat> um, even when you're struggling to score, because in my opinion, you have three goalies that are going to play good enough for you to win almost every night. So with that being said, just play well defensively in front of them. I mean, Devin Levi's 21. It's his first game, first year in the league. Like he's not going to be perfect. Like I understand we've had a ton of hype on him, but he's not going to be perfect. And I, I genuinely think there's not really much of a chance he's getting sent down. Um, but I think that when he is in that you just have to bear down defensively like you did tonight for UPL. And you do that, you you will win games no matter who's in net for you. I promise you, you will. Um, Dwayne, offer me an opportunity to be a broadcaster. I'll wear my Leaf Hater shirt. Go Sabres. Blue, blue. I love, I love, I love a positive Mauricio. It's too bad Connor wasn't here to, to, uh, to experience it. Uh, I'll be sure to uh, relay the message to him. 
Um, obviously, everybody, uh, I hope we all have a happy Thanksgiving uh, for those of you in the States. For those of you north of the border, uh, you know, the holiday season is right around the corner. Christmas is right around the corner. Hope we're all going to have a great holiday season, especially here in Western New York. When you go to Fatty Beer Company, Western New York's premier market and tap room with seven different uh, locations in Western New York and 300 beers, both canned and draft on tap. Make sure you let them know the boys from Two Goalies, one Mike sent you. One of the Western New York's only kid and dog friendly bars open from 11.30 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. and later, seven days a week. Go support whoever's behind the pine uh, every single night. Uh, and again, tell them the boys from Two Goalies when Mike sent you. And make sure you go check out buffalogo.com. Get your hands on the Buffalo NHL Shield ball cap or anything they have to offer from the Bills, the Sabres, the Bisons, the Bandits. They support them all, and they support a lot of local businesses. Go check them out. Uh, with that being said, um, do you have any final thoughts, Joey? Oh, no. We just play really good. We need to keep up that play. And I thought our team defense has been a lot better this season. Eric Johnson has been a big part of that, I think. He's, like, telling the whole team to commit to, to team defense because he's been with Colorado since, like, they started their rebuild. And, like, he's seen it. Like, he's seen them go from a rebuild to Stanley Cup. So, it's just really nice to see us, like, taking that trajectory. Yeah. I know analytically Eric Johnson hasn't been a sweetheart for the Sabres. But much like Ocposo, I think he offers a lot from his wisdom. Um, yeah. Again, I'm not – the biggest analytical guy. I understand the importance of it to an extent, but I thought Eric Johnson had a good game tonight. I thought he was a part of the reason why we won. Um, I don't think he was on the ice for either of go- either of the goals against tonight. Um, he's not a guy who's going to wow you offensively. He's in his late thirties. He is what he is. You know, he's, he's here to be a third pairing defenseman. If you ever expected anything more than that, that I'm sorry. Like he was never going to be that guy you it's just not it wasn't gonna happen um but i think like games like tonight where you have to bear down defensively get a little nasty block shots eric johnson's always willing to be that guy connor clifton too tonight didn't look bad again i don't agree with the seven uh defensive rotation maybe it worked a little bit tonight i don't know but um yeah i i have nothing to complain about when it comes to their their games tonight um the top line produced Still need to get see Cousins figure it out again. I know he scored last game, but just more consistency around the net, finding opportunities. I again, I think that maybe he's still a little shell shocked from what happened in that fight with Hathaway against Philadelphia. It's not like I expect Dylan Cousins to score every night, but he should be in on chances almost every shift. Like he should be contributing in some way in the offensive zone when you have possession almost every shift. And I think he's still feeling a little snake bitten. Uh, we saw with, with, with Tage to start the season, um, I think circumstances are a little different. I think Tage was getting the opportunities. A lot of opportunities just weren't going in for him. Whereas Dylan just needs to start creating more chances for himself. And I think that just gets back to being the player he was last season, just playing with that nasty, nasty attitude he has. And, um, you know, creating opportunities for himself. So uh, with that being said, uh, this has, of course, been another edition, a winning edition of I'll Hang Up and Listen, brought to you by Fatty Beer Company and, of course, buffalogo.com. 
Just want to thank you, Joey Sultana, intern Joey, for hopping on and making your two goalies one mic. I'll hang up and listen. Debut, obviously looking stellar there in your Tage Thompson jersey, all the way from Toronto. And uh, right there's he's the man. Oh, uh, you look a little bit like Tage. Does anybody tell you that? No. You look a little bit like Tage. You <laughs> really? do. I think so. He's side by side. Spot, uh, yep. Can't miss the nut. Thanks, dudes. Uh, of course, Gar. Always love having you on with us. Uh, more shots on goal. All, I, I love. I just want to get his comments in here. More shots on goal from all the snipes, especially Mitts. And of course, when EJ bounces someone, it sends a message too. I definitely, definitely agree. Uh, but until next time, until uh, next week, actually Sunday. I think they play Sunday, correct? I think they play tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Oh, they do. They do play tomorrow, don't they? I yeah, am sorry. I'm an idiot. Yeah, against New Jersey. A New Jersey, New Jersey team that has been struggling. I wonder who will get in net tonight, if it'll be Comrie or if it'll be uh, Devin. We'll see. Um, who was the backup tonight? Uh, Levi. Was it Levi? I don't know. I, I don't know if they give Comrie the, the game tomorrow or if they give it to Levi. We'll see. Um, probably find out in the morning skate for sure. Um, but with that being said, again, for the third time, this has been I'll Hang Up and Listen. Brought to you by Fatty Beer Company and, of course, uh, Buffalo Go Apparel Company. Uh, Joey, thanks again for hopping on, guys. And we will see you later. Thank you, Bobby.
do did will the story of people podcast is now available on the crier media network the first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories ready tara sloan from the san jose sharks undercurrent podcast at nbc sports Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice in the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.